0: always remember the people that are going to sit there and ask you for the most are going to pay the least they're going to demand the most from you constantly oh this is too much oh i don't know if i can afford this this guy wants to charge me 50 bucks you want to charge me 350 i don't know and i'm more than happy to let them know hey if you want go work with that guy that's going to charge you 50 bucks but but if you, for whatever reason, are not satisfied with his work, just know that this is what I agreed upon. This is what I'm going to honor. And I may charge you $500 when you come back because now this is something else in a statement of work. If I agree upon something in September and you want to come back to me during Christmas time where it's, I'm really swamped, I'm not going to honor something that's only a 30-day offering, you know, for that particular price point. You want to quote, that's fine. Here we go. Podcast time, everybody. Mike Tech Studios! Episode 23, Save Your Assets, Agreements, Contracts, and Statements of Work. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Mike Tech Studios podcast. Michael Midnight here. So today... Today, today, today. This is one of my favorite topics. It has come up a numerous amount of times uh, and we're not too far into the new year. And it's something I've had to deal with for the majority of my working life. It is the agreement, the statement of work, how to get paid, how to agree on how you're moving forward on a project and its timeline. So it was actually brought up recently by a producer friend of mine uh, named Debbie. I don't think that's too much information giving out, but Debbie was, uh, we, we were talking, grabbing a bite to eat the other day, or we're trying to, and we're talking about the difficulty in a client that she had worked with about not uh, not paying her for a project. And I find a lot of smaller uh, projects, Folks starting out, freelancers, what have you, if they're not on a third party platform, being uh, freelance, uh, Elance, or Upwork, or or things of that nature, you're not really protected. The great thing about working on those third party platforms is you do have somebody to lean back on in case a project goes sour, or a client cancels, or if a talent is not available to do what he or she said they're going to do, then you have a third party to help you resolve the issue, maybe get your money back, or just work things out amicably. In business it doesn't work that way. You are your th- <laughs> you are your own third party. So with that comes the opportunity of making as much as you want or as little as you want by your terms or by just the agreeable terms. So what that essentially needs to be put into is a document. So if you were a a video game developer and you had an idea for a game, you wanna put it into a game design document, right? This is your your holy grail of everything going on, your timeline, your research, your proposals, your ideas, right? Salespeople use it all the time as a proposal or pitch. Somebody calls you up, they have something ready to go, they have a script, they have things that are automated so that once you say, or no or whatever it is, they go on to the next part of the business, right? A statement of work or a proposal or an agreement or however you want to phrase it or word it is essentially the entirety of the agreement of the projects just written down and agreed upon by both parties. This is something that I don't care if you're doing a business card order for somebody, it's a $20 business card order. If you're not doing a statement of work, even if it's just a real simple outline that both parties sign off on, you're leaving yourself wide open to not being uh, paid, not being paid on time and potentially gone after and even sued or things just going sideways that shouldn't go so statement of work bigger companies they use it all the time people that are in the field again sales managers marketing managers things of that nature they're going to do it all the time for the folks that don't know you're going to put everything that you and the uh, potential client or actual client is agreeing to do in the terms that we all agree on so i am going to for example i'm going to design a website okay i'm going to design you a pizza website I'm going to do a pizza website on WordPress. I'm going to do it based on the set amount. Let's say it's $3,000. We're gonna do a $3,000 WordPress website. You agree to furnish me your logo. Maybe it's a 20 page website. So the content, the layout, we're going to, you're either going to give me something or we're going to agree on that. Kind of want to have a brainstorm before we really nestle down a statement of work just to make sure that the client and I are on the same page. So what we have in this statement, I like to have on the very first page. I give every order some sort of number that I can personally reference internally on an invoice and an email. I can just search for in my inbox for my email and, and it'll pull right up. I like to put exactly in the subject line what it is. Is it a business card request? Is it a website pizza request? Whatever. Makes it easier for the client to know exactly what we're talking about and just it's a good habit wise to do. I like to have my contact information on the first page. My email, the date, phone number, direct number. That way, The customer, client's business has no qualms into how they can get a hold of you. It's on under every email. It's gonna be on your statement of work. And what we break down is again, the same thing for me availability wise, we do that for the client. So client's name, client's email, client's address, client's billing uh, information, if that is applicable, if you're gonna ship them something, a a DVD of their finished product, a Blu-ray, if it's marketing pieces that you have to have printed out and they're gonna be drop shipped. These are all important to have, not only for yourself, You can reference this later on, but it's all in the document. So if you are available at this phone number, this is the phone number that we have for you. So again, legally, it is binding because if you start using another number or another email, well, we agreed upon this and that's it's nitpicking. But again, that's why the formal document is there. Your client's going to do that to you. Most importantly, though, is going to be the timeline, the outline of the said projects And what you see pipeline wise that you're going to require from this customer, from this client, from this business. So let's say, for example, with this pizza website example that I gave before, I'm going to need a lot of pictures. Well, obviously, this pizza website, let's say it's a restaurant or uh, some sort of little eatery, right? Okay. Is this company going to need constant updates to their menu? Is it going to be seasonal? Is it going to be specialties? Is it going to be any anything that's weird or funky like that? You want to make sure in your brainstorming session with the client, you want to get those questions out there first. So what I like to do, and this is a little more into just how I do business, but uh, tippy-toeing from that and then back into the statement of work, I like to have an initial conversation. It doesn't have to be in an office. It doesn't have to be at anything. You could just sit down and have a, a cup of coffee and just get to know the person the same way you would network with any other potential client or, or person of interest. You just want to make sure that what they're going to ask you to do, you can do, OK? So the statement of work really highlights all that. So the, the pizza website, do am I going to get these many uh, photos? How many different versions of pizza do you have? Is somebody going to be retaking these photos? Am I going to be responsible for that? Is there additional charge from me to the client? These are things that you want to think about and write down. So then that way there are no surprises moving forward with the project. And a surprise could be something, for example, it could be something good. Let's say that the client loves the way that you're doing their pizza website. Man, this is coming out really great. Do you do SEO too? Oh, cool. All right. Awesome. While you're there, can you do X, Y, and Z? And you go, well, based on the timeline that we have here, I can definitely make sure that your website is available. But for the SEO, let's take a look back into the timeline and see if this is something we can also do. I don't know if I can guarantee that by January 31st, But um, let's see, you know, and there's also obviously going to be a price difference in that. Clients get excited. They love your work. You're doing a great job. Oh my God, this is amazing. I love what you're doing. Can we get this file so we can print out something else? And that's also something you have to keep in mind in your statement of work. If you're a designer, do you allow original files? Do you build for original files or do you not? I recommend you make that very, very clear up front. I charge additional for source files for my Final Cut Pro. I charge additional for my InDesign or my Photoshop files at the end. Keep in mind, make sure that they know that with that file, they can do whatever it is that they need to do. But if they lose it, if they change it, if something happens and they have to come back to you, that's kind of why you want to take care of this as your project, as your baby, right? If it's a website, I cannot tell you how many times you give off a website. Everything's working perfect. Everything's great beautiful customers happy all of a sudden two months later oh i I can't get into the website it's really slow i don't know what happened okay what did you do well we updated a couple of photos okay the photos are 150 megabytes each, which is why you're crashing the website you're going over whatever little bandwidth that you set up whether it's GoDaddy or Bluehost or whatever you decide to use nothing is optimized and now it's crashing your site because pictures should not be more than maybe 200k 500k tops depending on the media so that's way 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 overkill now you have to undo what they did bring it back to the starting point the homeostasis point that you blessed their project with and now move forward that sometimes can be way easier said than done all these things are highlighted in the project description in the time frame in the payment arrangement so let's say for example for me uh, this project i work on deposit i work on all projects on deposit whatever the first payment is to me is considered a deposit if a customer and they want to do a business card order it's a, a 300 hundred dollar order right If you wanna pay it in full, hey, I am happy, I'm more than glad that you do that, thank you. But if for whatever reason you change your mind, I can't get a hold of you for a certain amount of time or whatever it is, I have it reflected in my statement of work that this is considered an abandoned project. So any of the stipulations that you have about getting paid, if it's a check who to make it out to, your terms and conditions as far as for how you do business, I would definitely either link in your statement of work, if you have it on a website or somewhere else that can be referenced or included at the end. If it's something real simple, like I said, a real quick down and dirty business card order, you can give something that's attached in an email, say, hey, here's my terms and conditions, but you just wanna make sure beyond the benefit of a doubt, if this was looked at in a legal sense in a court, client's gonna say, oh, they never told me this, or I wasn't aware of that you are safeguarded as a designer, as a producer, as a content creator, as a creative, okay? And the same thing with the client. If, if the client feels that they asked a designer to do something and they didn't do it reasonably and it didn't accommodate them reasonably, then that's also fair too. I'm, I'm again, speaking from both sides of experience. Also. That deposit for me is non-refundable. So if that is also something that a client uh, is aware of, just let them know. This is as much of an investment for me as it is for them. I'm putting my time into this. Let's get going. When we start getting bigger construction bids and other industries where we're talking in the hundreds of thousands, million dollar projects, then you could pitch a proposal or you could give an idea for your project and submit a bid. Uh, This is going to be the $20,000 and below projects that I'm really focusing in on here and that I have experience with. Anything above that, again, is gonna be up to the project manager, the industry standard that is really applicable to that project. So, statement of work, you wanna make sure everything's agreed upon. You wanna make sure everything is highlighted, any of the little technicalities or nitty gritties, have it be something that's easy to edit or uh, to maintain, it could be a Google Doc, it could be something that you have in a Word format and you could just go in and adjust client's name or something like that. Or if you're fancy finding some, some form programs that you'll just input in that stringed data, that queried data, so that once somebody emails you and, and they fill it out once, they're in your database. But make sure that they sign off on everything. One of the things that how I do business as well, I want everything in email. I don't want a phone call agreement unless I absolutely have to. I will not text a a client. I don't know about you. I send thousands of text messages a month at least five, six thousand messages. I don't want to have to be scrolling through hundreds of messages through a client to see when it was that they agreed on a change. They need to go back to the email chain, keep it in one place if you can, and say, yes, I agree to these changes on the pizza website here. Yes, we're going to do this. I request that so that it's all easy to reference again for both parties as a designer, as a developer, as a business specialist. It makes it easy for me to go back to that and search that rather than searching through my phone. People want to just fire out stuff for convenience. It's really hard to go through voicemails and text messages, so you don't want to do that. And again, if anything funky is going to go on, just let them know that this is, you're not out to screw somebody. That's not why you're doing business, but make sure that, hey, you know what? If we agree upon this project is going to be a 30-day project or a 60-day project, and this ends up ballooning beyond the resource of availability that we agreed upon, let them know that, hey, any work that falls out of the scope of work that we didn't discuss prior to the authorization for the statement of work is actually gonna be billed additionally at whatever price point per hour that you choose. So for me, I like to do flat rate. I like to do a just a flat price for something. We have an agreement, okay, it's gonna be 275, $275, but it's based on what we agree upon here. If you're gonna add something, if you're gonna change numerous things to the point where we're doing 70, 80 revisions for a website, that is beyond reasonable accommodation and that's gonna be billed additionally if we continue further. We can make a decision here or I'd be happy to continue, but now we're way past, we've exhausted the resource that I I have built in price-wise for this. And always remember, the people that are gonna sit there and ask you for the most, are going to pay the least they're gonna demand the most from you constantly oh this is too much oh I don't know if I can afford this this guy wants to charge me 50 bucks you want to charge me 350 I don't know and I'm more than happy to let them know hey if you want go work with that guy that's gonna charge you 50 bucks but but if you, for whatever reason, are not satisfied with his work, just know that this is what I agreed upon. This is what I'm going to honor. And I may charge you $500 when you come back, because now this is something else in a statement of work. If I agree upon something in September and you want to come back to me during Christmas time where it's I'm really swamped, I'm not going to honor something that's only a 30 day offering, you know, for that particular price point. You want to quote, that's fine. So just again, these are things that you want to think about. And I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm not saying this because I'm trying to get it out for somebody, but every way that somebody doesn't wanna pay you, you gotta think about it. You have to be aware, you have to be mindful of, because they will or they can do it, whether it's maliciously or not. So perfect example, I'll give you two examples. One was a, ironically enough, a pizza place, which is not what I was thinking about when I had that other uh, reference, but th- that's besides the point. So back where I grew up, uh, one of my childhood places was a pizza place. It was a couple of, I guess, brothers that had run the place. And they were always very nice to me. They gave me the biggest pizza slices that I had. Sometimes they wouldn't charge me for a drink be pretty cool right so they saw that i did design work and they're like hey you know what can you do us some design stuff i said sure i said you guys could use some business cards i said absolutely ours are they're plain we don't like them what can you do i said well you know we could um we could take a look at something you know i just want to write something up real quick and they went ah you know we're kind of busy whatever it is and i felt bad because I, i i needed the work right you're starting out you need the work Things got a little tough for me and I said, you know what? I I really could use, even if it's the 50 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever it was, 100 bucks, I think it was at the time. I really could use that, right? So I think it was $100 and the shipping was 20 bucks. So that was the project, all right? We're gonna do some business cards. All right. For me personally, it's not going to really take me a lot of time to actually do the work. It's a business card, I can bang those out pretty quick. I'm not getting paid for the amount of time that I'm taking to do the project. I'm getting paid to be able to produce what it is that you ask me, whether it took me one minute or 10 hours, hopefully not 10 hours, but you get the idea. So I said, you know what, whatever. Let me put my gut aside here as far as for my judgment. Let me just try to see if I can salvage this uh, this this sale, right? Okay, so I'm in there with my laptop. I show them they really like it, right? They really think it's great. Oh, this is cool. Hey, do you think that you could give us a proof? All right, so we've already started working on a project with no deposit, no agreement, and they want to walk away with a proof, with a printed proof they could go to Kinko's and just make a hundred of and they don't need you anymore. Not happening. So I said, no, it's, you know, it's great. I could go in and put an order. If you guys like this, look, we can do it right now. We'll, We'll sign off. I'll give you a receipt right now. We'll do an agreement. You know, I'll come back with the agreement. We'll sign off on that. I'll put in the order. You guys can have these things next week, right? So take about a week to order whatever it is. They wanted me to go order the cards, have them there, take a look at it and decide whether or not that they wanted to pay for this order. There is no other industry that I know that you can try before you buy like that. I can't go into a doctor and say, ah, you know, let me, let me see if you really studied and got that certification. Oh, you know what? You're a lawyer. Let me see if you're worth the bar and what you paid for, for your certification. Let, Let me just see if you're worth my time. No, you do your research, you do your homework. And you know what? You'd make the best education, uh, educated, see I can't even speak, educated choice based on what your research shows you. And I'm not saying that that's going to be infallible, right? But at no point should you be working for free. And that's exactly what was happening here. So they thought that I was gonna work for free and that was okay and it unfortunately was not. Example number two, this was somebody who, uh, this was actually a couple of years ago. This was somebody who saw my work uh, through a friend of a friend, and they immediately reached out to me and said, oh, man, your work is awesome. Um, I'm an influencer. I need uh, business cards. And I said, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, I'm ready to go. Here's a time frame. Here's what we agree upon. And they're slow to get paid, and they're slow to give me resource, and they want the fanciest of fancy for their business cards, and they want this, and they want the edge color, and they want, I said, all right, absolutely. Absolutely, order samples and again of previous cars to show them what it could look like so that they had an idea but I'm not doing any work until there is a deposit okay so we go through the whole statement of work we go through the whole process and this whole delay back and forth he likes what he likes he goes he pays for it he pays for it in full I said awesome perfect I'm raring to go I like this guy I like what he does I like his energy let's get started right all right. Well, the problem is, is that I'm waiting on him for pictures that he needs to give me in order to do his business card. That's what I'm waiting for. And I go back and forth for several weeks. Hey, what's going on with the pictures? Oh man, sorry. You know, you'll get it next weekend. Oh, sorry. I've been busy. You get it in a couple of days. Oh yeah. And it's just a couple of weeks are dragging by. So now I'm letting him know, Hey, we have this statement of work. We have an estimated delivery date. He had a show that he needed to go to, that he wanted to have these cards ready to go by. In order for me to do what I agree that I'm gonna do in this statement of work, in in this proposal, this agreement, I need to have this stuff no later than this date. The client has signed off on everything. The client has agreed to everything. They say, hey, you know what? Don't worry about the date. And i have it in the email don't worry about the date you know we'll we'll do whatever i just need to get these photos okay fine so i said well you know let me know when you're ready as far as for those photos let me know when you have them because again that's what i need in order to do your business cards well what i have in my agreement is after 90 days of consecutive non contact if i don't hear from you for three months at all for for no reason, you have no party reaching out to me on your behalf. Uh, but it really needs to be that person. But if it's a company, a small business, and somebody else there that represents the company can reach out to me. If I don't hear from you, I consider that an abandoned project. And unfortunately, I mean, I feel really bad. I don't. I want. I liked what he did. I thought the business cards are going to be amazing. I want that in my portfolio. I like the kid's energy. I like what he's about. I want to support him, but he just disappeared. And that project ended up becoming abandoned. So that's hard. You know, it's not like we're all out trying to, you know, cut everybody's throats and steal. It's, we need to make a living too. We need to pay our bills. We need to pay our licensing fees, our hosting, our electric. We need to pay for insurance. We need to pay for anything that we've borrowed or credit or anything like that. That all comes into consideration on a monthly basis. And when somebody goes missing, or somebody doesn't pay, it has to come from somewhere. We spent the time focusing on you as a client. We could have done that with somebody else that was actually ready to pay. Those are just the insights that I have experienced in the years and years that I've worked. There could be statements of work. You can have an MSA, a Master service agreement, which we're really not going to touch on here, where maybe it's not your body of work that you kind of do, but you want to service that client. You want to get their work. You have them for business cards, but you want to do SEO. You want to do podcast production. You want to do video editing. Then you realize you can offer them a whole suite of services for a monthly uh, fulfillment that they can come to you and have stuff taken care of. Again, that's a different story and a different note for another day. But any questions that you have or anything of interest, again, feel free to post below depending on where you're listening to this. Comment if it's YouTube, social media, if there's a snippet that you hear, by all means, uh, reach out. Any weird situations that you found yourself in where you weren't getting paid or maybe a designer or or talent or development kind of left you hanging, by all means, share curious as to hear what nightmare stories that you guys have. Feel free to reach out with any opportunities that you may have topic-wise. Again, miketech.tv. You can reach out email go, go at miketech.tv or any of the social media platforms that you see or hear this on. So appreciate your time. Be safe when you're doing business. We do business because, again, we need to survive, but we like what we do, at least we hope, and we want to move people forward with the projects that we bring on. This has been Michael Midnight with another episode of the Mike Tech Studios Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. The Mike Tech Studios Podcast, your source for design, entertainment, marketing conversations and content. Amazing guests, tips, humor and stories available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict and your podcast app of choice. This has been a Mike Tech Studios production.